please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Huge strides. All right, we're recording. We're live. Welcome back, Laura. Hi. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. I'm excited too. It's the year in review. Um, my favorite time of year. <laughs> <laughs> we get to look back over this fugue state of a year it's and really, remember things. It's good. Yeah, it's really astonishing because things that happened in like January of this year are truly like so far in the past in my mind. Um like one of the topics of, that we're going to get into is Hannah Burner getting engaged. And I was like, no way. Yeah, everything yesterday. feels like yesterday. As I was reading this list, I was like, oh, that happened. The only thing that I even remember being distinctly early in the year was the insurrection and everything post-insurrection. <laughs> I was like, it happened last week or in the last few months. We're in a post-insurrection podcasting world. Mm-hmm. Um, well, speaking of podcasts, I had a really good time at your live show at the Gramercy Theater. Thank you. I had the best time. It went by too fast for me. Like, I feel like I I wish I could have recorded it or like soaked it, like video recorded it or soaked it mm -hmm. up like and rewatch it when I'm like sad, like a wedding video or something. Yeah, totally. It did look <laughs> great. The Gramercy Theater, I've never been to, but it was pretty big and like it's the stage huge. was nice and the lighting and the bisexual lighting going on yeah the there was bisexual lighting um i've never played in a theater that had two levels before so that felt really like a huge step in the right direction definitely and you sold it out too mm -hmm. just like on the way to a stadium tour Mm -hmm. yeah that's next <laughs> yeah. there's an arena in my hometown that needs like some rehabilitation or some like revitalization that like i don't know i'd make the drive back up here i love it yeah i feel like i would love to start challenging people to really like drive out of the way to see the pod i kind of think they would i think a yeah, lot yeah i think they would like would. if we did in the middle of like the woods somewhere like an open air theater that's been like abandoned that was maybe used as like a ritual like witch site totally i'd love to find like alternative theaters like have a lot of dreams in the future for live shows and then after the show you finally got to experience clandestino that what? was huge for me it's huge that for might a have lot of us been <laughs> even bigger for me than like the show itself because i've uh, been a, a just an admirer from afar of the dime square lifestyle but truly if you asked me where dime square is i would not be able to tell you still mm -hmm. probably wouldn't be able to tell you but i can tell you i've been there and it's glorious yeah it's more of a triangle too i remember we were like standing outside of clandestino and I, and you're like is this dime square and i was like this is it it's just like a boulder and some skateboarders and like one open bar. <laughs> yeah. And like a patch of concrete triangle that everything is kind of centered around. And then, yeah, we came up with the idea for Clander Pump Rules, which I've been thinking about so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want that to replace Vanderpump Rules. It should be as like so the next many... show. So many destructive and deranged 22 to 25 year olds hanging out there. Not even just like the staff is like 
mature and like normal but like the patrons are not yeah there was a mixture i feel like of nice normal people and then chaotic 20 somethings but the mm-hmm. i feel like the 20 somethings they come in they storm clando and then they leave just as quickly as they were there yeah they have to go meet their dealer outside and they're like always hanging like groups of like eight and i'm like that's how you know they're young because like they have that many friends that are available to hang out and like want to or like if i can get one to two people i'm like wow what a night out true they travel in packs i like it they're like little wolves skinny little wolves skinny coyotes everyone's so thin everyone's so thin. they're so thin <laughs> the men so are thin. even thinner than the women truly they're way oh flight God. tall and just thin as a rail yeah how do they do it i think it's the ketamine maybe curbs yeah. the appetite does ketamine in my experience hasn't gone one way or another as far as appetite curbing for me but maybe mm. it's like a they have like a stimulant a light vivance dose i'm sure they're, they're doing they're smoking things a little cigs. differently down there yeah yeah and um, you were drinking Shirley Temple's, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, let me get you a drink. And I was like, fuck, I have to say Shirley Temple to the bartender. God damn it. <laughs> Reputation <I realized> here. <laughs> that one Shirley Temple is good, but then two is way too much. Like, it's like a sugar mm. overload. It's just so... Campari and soda and a cherry. I don't or, think no, it's Campari. even Campari. No, it's, it's like something um, else. It's um like grenadine. Marish. Okay. Grenadine Weird. and Sprite and cherry, I think is pretty much it. Mm-hmm. But it's like syrupy. It's good. It's a good cocktail substitute. But then once you have two, I kind of, I felt like I was a little bit drunk. And then I definitely, I felt hung over the next day because we were out. <laughs> till like 3 a.m yeah i got home at like 3 30 almost 4 i was like whoa mm-hmm. i don't do this anymore really <laughs> i never Sunday do that night. it's thrown off <laughs> it's thrown me off for days now i've been like suffering the next day i felt truly hungover all day and i was like well this sucks like why did i stop drinking if by just only getting a few hours of sleep i'm still gonna feel like i drank too much yeah and then now i'm like slowly catching up on my z's but it was worth it. Mm-hmm. And then we had a second date, actually. We went to Forma, a.k.a. Fast <laughs> Casual Macaroni, right in Greenpoint. I just showed you all you... my favorite places. <laughs> the best pasta in New York City, Dan says, about Forma. <laughs> I've been to, like, two Italian restaurants in my life in New York in the last <laughs> decade I've lived there. It was good, though, Isn't right? Her... I mean, for the price. It was I mean, you can't so good. It. That, like, mushroom... Yeah, with the fettuccine fungi. Yeah, it's... yeah, and that was the first meal I think I've had where I could taste the whole meal post COVID. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it was a, it was great. I, I would go back a hundred percent. And we will go back. We will. You can catch me. <laughs> Must go <at> back. Form. <laughs> but you're saying that you really like had a good time in New York, and you just, because uh, LA's kind of drag. Really had a good time, and I like was like I kind of want to move here or like think about maybe moving to New York I'm like percolating on maybe I need to get the fuck out of LA what would that look like Mm -hmm. maybe I'll do a holiday style 
housing swap with someone. People are doing apartment swaps these days. I think it's such a great idea. Yeah, I think it would be cool too to just find someone that wants to be in LA a lot that also has like a cute apartment in New York. And then we could just kind of swap back and forth whenever we wanted to and like help pay each other's rent and then be by coastal. Like I, there should be some way to like share by coastal rent with someone. Yeah. You know, these I are like, things I'm thinking about. I might come to LA forward. in February, but uh, my friend had like rented this like insane house in, um, silver lake yeah but it's like mm -hmm. it's like huge and has a pool and it's only like 350 dollars a night and it doesn't even seem real but he's actually stayed there before so like if i do come i'll be having a party okay great so buckle up <laughs> we'll hang poolside yeah you were saying you would just hang poolside and not leave and i think that's absolutely what you should let do. people come to me i don't want to be in ubers for an entire day you know no. and like a pool people can't resist like no. they will come to you. And what do I need to see in LA? I don't need to go to a museum. I don't need to go to a restaurant. No. What do I need there's to do nothing. There? If the yeah. arc light isn't open, there's truly no purpose. Yeah. What is that? It was like a big movie theater chain. Oh. But they were really nice theaters that like they were just unlike any other theater. Good picture and sound quality. And then they would play like more art house or independent films as well as like the bigger studio films that would come out that's cool but covid shut it down and now everything's an amc theater oh that sucks ass so depressing that's so bleak <laughs> <laughs> um before we get into this list did you see the summer house trailer yeah i haven't actually watched it yet i've been i hit the ground potting yeah. and literally <laughs> recorded three episodes yesterday and then released them all uh within the last 24 hours so i just haven't mm -hmm. had time to catch up with my summer house babes does it look good it looks so fucking good also oh, i've listened God, to two of your episodes so today good. so i feel like i'm gonna start like talking like you i'm afraid of doing that but no it's amazing like <laughs> kyle and amanda really seem like they're not gonna make it down the aisle um lindsey hubbard is like criminally horny this season um <laughs> yes i'm sorry for covid and her specifically because yeah, i feel totally. like she is she her livelihood depends on sucking and fucking and if yeah. she can't do that freely like it's over for her she's the tasmanian devil basically <laughs> <laughs> i love her so much okay go on who else things How's get carl so doing? first of all on uh carl seems like normal and nothing really dramatic is happening around although it, no then so i think that's when him and Lindsay try dating again um, again again wow um after hubs runs through a bunch of other guys and and <laughs> all the ladies like Lindsay, like you kind of like jump from relationship to relationship and Lindsay's like i'm sorry there's like rainbows and unicorns like shooting out of my pussy <laughs> it's like okay you have attachment issues but um Andrea, the Italian guy from Winterhouse, is there, which is like so random, and I like don't need that. Um, they threw him in there. They threw him in there. And there's okay, also I'll two new people that also is kind of like the the friend of who are just like hired models that like are so again random as shit. Mm -hmm. um, Craig is hooking up with I think Paige. It's like a blurry kind of like in the corner of the room, black and white, and he's like. I want to eat you from the front to the back. And it's like, oh, oh. I did see that. Like, 
I saw just a screenshot of that and I was it was Blair Witch vibes. Yeah. The Sexual audio is Blair like Witch. truly arousing though. You should check it out. Okay, yeah. Um and then oh that's my God. hot for them both of them. I'm happy both for of them. them. I'm so yeah. happy for them. Um and then oh my god. Uh wait, what's her name? Um Sierra throws a glass of wine at Danielle. Which, like, the two most, like, chill people in the house getting into, like, a physical. Like, they're at a dinner table and she, like, I think she splashes wine in her face and then throws the glass at her. It was, like, totally shocking. I can't even believe it. Like, I just can't believe that happened. She's going full Rinna. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> never touch the fucking husband. Wow. Okay. I can't wait. The January 17th. I know the premiere Ooh, date okay. and everything. Okay. Got a little over a month. There's something to look forward to next year. I should already start making my list now. Yeah, this um, is like, I hope this made the last part of this year's list, Summer House trailer. I may have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should just get into the list now, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready to go. So if you're new to this kind of uh, my, this episode, what I do is throughout the year, I just copy and paste like my favorite notes that I make for the podcast into a Google doc. And last year I did a hundred, um, hundred topics this year. I'm doing 150, but I'm breaking it up into like three parts because like last year I did all 100 with Leia and it was like really funny, but we just got like so drunk by the end of it. It was like almost three hours long. And like, I just kind of want to have like something, you know, also like, I don't want to, I want to like space this out as much as possible. Cause like the list is like truly like it's, so Virgo and so it's an incredible (laughs) documentation of everything that's happened this year I'm really in awe of your listing abilities the only thing I've taken off the list I don't think it's even in your section but I took off Israel and Palestine because I really don't ever know what's going on over there and I don't want to sound like an ignorant bitch so there won't be like political stuff I mean obviously but like it's just what you need to know Mm-hmm. we all know that no one needs that on a list you know what i mean it's ever yeah. it's ever happening it's in the air mm-hmm. um well so yeah number one is the insurrection not the- <laughs> 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 kind of a hot button <laughs> issue if you know what i mean <laughs> oh my god uh, that was january 6th never forget and i feel like i got in a lot of trouble on insurrection day because i truly was in a place of so what who cares and i was in joshua tree and i basically said as much i was like everyone needs to get over it and then people got pretty pissed about that i've been still getting into trouble recently about it it's like to me (laughs) i was watching it because like twitter had like a live video like they do it for like i don't know major things and so you could watch like the news on the twitter browser and i was like this is so random. Like it's just these like Facebook groups like giving themselves like a guided tour, but like four of them died, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy that it happened, but it's also to me the insurrection is kind of peak comedy. And it is. I'm really sad that not everyone felt that way. I know, and like everyone on like both sides were like freaking out for like myriad reasons. Like Megan McCain was even like, this is the worst day in American history. I was like. I'm like chilling over here and uh I feel like 9-11 was, was worse. That's just 9-11 was a little worse too. But yeah, the there body was a, count was worse and like the implications moving forward were way worse. Like what's changed post-insurrection? Everyone still hates each other. Yeah, and it's also just confusing because there's videos that I've literally seen multiple times of like security guards just like opening a gate and letting people in. 
and I guess they had guns, but like they weren't even. It, there's like videos where they are forcibly entering. There's videos where they're not, and I just like literally can't even make sense of this event. And like honestly, it's not for me to make sense of it. Like it's for me to like uh, joke about it. So yeah, I hope yeah, it doesn't happen again. Like a, I don't think, but no, I don't. I really would like for it to not happen again, <laughs> if only to preserve its like singularity. But yeah. it's like it's a it was like a big flop for everyone involved. I know. Like no one <laughs> no one got what they wanted out of that, which makes it kind of iconic. Yeah, well one guy got like a a fax machine, I think, or like a <laughs> That one other guy sat at Nancy Pelosi's oh, desk. Yeah. I love like that's it's actually big... really cool. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was your friend? I'd be like, fucking you go all the way on i have friends who have family members that went to the insurrection and like fully participated or actually yeah. i don't know if they ended up inside but they like were marching yeah one of my friends who kind of got upset was like i actually know one of the guys that went he's like very dangerous he has a lot of guns he's like a violent person and i was like um, okay buzzkill like, I'm glad it wasn't any worse than it was. Yeah. And yeah. thoughts and prayers to, I guess, the insurrectionists that... Also, there was a weird thing that, like, four four policemen working that day, like, committed suicide. There's, like, this crazy thing that I haven't researched either. Oh, yeah. I don't even I know what to make too. about that. Good Lord. What a mess. Know. I mean... It was a disaster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can move on to number two. I uh, It's Bridgerton in air quotes, because, like, everyone talks about that show, but I, like, couldn't get into it. I never tried to watch it. Yeah. I don't care. I already was watching The Great, and that's enough. There was a lot of Queen stuff, and then this is before all the Princess Die stuff. It's like enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Number three is the CIA rebrand. This was a very annoying day online because Ryder Rips took credit for it as like a joke, but then people thought he was serious because, like, why wouldn't you just think he's being serious? And then. Mm -hmm. The, uh, I don't even want to stick up for him. I'm like, my God, like people just need to like get a grip. Like, like someone's so got to redesign the CIA. They redesigned the logo and then he said, I did this, but it was a joke. And then everyone lost their shit on Twitter. Yeah. He like put it on his like um, Instagram portfolio page as like his mm -hmm. work. And then so, I mean, he like wanted a reaction, which is actually so fucking annoying. Like don't start shit. You know, don't start none, won't be none, in the words of Candy Burris, one of my <laughs> heroes. <laughs> don't start none, won't be none. So I guess he deserved everything that came to him. But I, I also just, just I think, the piling on. Yeah, that was a day, I think, that I logged on to Twitter and just took a little peek around and was like, mm, no, and then logged back <laughs> off. Because, <laughs> you know, some days everyone's going to be just annoying as fuck on there. So I was like, I can't. So... I mean, he yeah. got, that's a kind of a cool troll. Yep. <clears throat> it was a, to um, it was a total trick, right? Like he didn't yeah, actually. I don't think he had okay, anything yeah. to do with it. Yeah. But it kind of looked, oh. actually, I thought like, I kind of, my, there was a red flag for me. So I'm like, this design is kind of in his language, but I also feel like it wasn't as like sophisticated as he can be, but like, whatever. Yeah. Guys, if you want to work for the CIA, go ahead. Um, number four. But they pay better than a lot of other employers, honestly. <laughs> they pay better than this podcast, I'll tell you that. Um, 
<laughs> Number four, Kim and Kanye um, are announced their divorce, which means this was in January and they're still kind of, you know. They've been going at their divorce or just like in limbo for almost a year now. Yeah. But they've already kind of like started doing like they're selling off assets and stuff like Kanye's selling the Wyoming property, which is like. I think it's like $11 million and it's like so many acres. It's like 1,200 acres or maybe even like 12,000 or something. It's like huge, a lot of land. Um, it's That's sad to me because like I read some article about him coming to that town in Wyoming and how it kind of like breathed new life into the town and gave a lot of people their jobs. And, and then now he's just like, okay, bye. Yeah. It was a moment. Gotta There's go. all these like weird structures and like silos and like things he's converted for like Yeezy purposes that are like who's gonna buy that? That's gonna keep. I, I have a prediction that the price is gonna keep getting slashed until it's like yeah, you know. What are they gonna do with all their horses? Don't they have like tons of Frisian horses? Oh, I didn't know they had horses. They did. I think he Instagram or tweeted a photo of like North and a Frisian horse, which are like they're like six-figure they sound expensive stunning horses with like flowing mane and they have wow. like the hooves that have like kind of shaggy oh, like yeah. hair around them but i think they have multiple horses of those so like where are the horses going to calabasas i don't know yeah. do you think they're gonna get back together <laughs> or do you think all. they're done i don't know <laughs> i think Maybe Lisa Barlow needs a new pair of legs and can just take them off the horses. <laughs> Will they ever divorce? I mean, I guess she's dating Pete Davidson now. They're Is moving. That but real, like, do you think, or do you think that's more of like a PR move distraction? See, I don't know for sure, but Pete Davidson does seem like such a rebound post-divorce, like someone who's just like dumb and like likes to fuck and is like kind of funny. Probably he's really funny to Kim because Kanye's like a total trip, I think, to be with. So, yeah, Kanye seems like pr a pretty serious guy most of the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. His Kanye has been linked to anyone besides like Jeffrey Star, which is like definitely not true. Like uh, he really was dating. Cool. Um, oh my God, what's her bit? Like I'm Irina Shake for a second. Oh right, yeah. Which I thought was a hot couple. That's cool. Yeah, but I guess not anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, wish him the best. Yeah, same. Number five, uh, the inauguration and the Bernie Sanders meme. This just wouldn't fucking die. This is like a meme that like even like my family heard about. And I was like, no. Oh yeah. The everyone. gloves and he's freezing and he's wearing a mask outside. And it's just like, oh, this poor old guy just needs like a heater right next to him. He's miserable. We're miserable. <laughs> it's cold and outside. Joe Biden's getting sworn in. Oh my God. It was so embarrassing. Everything about that day. Um, but like, it's <laughs> like, no, there's not really anything you can do to make it that much more interesting. It's just like a person in another place. It's like, it looked like a movie, like postcard where it's like, I'm here. And it was like before Photoshop was even invented. It was just like, Oh look, now he's like near the pyramids or now he's like over here. And I'm like, this is like a children's like activity. Like it's so stupid. Like you couldn't get away from it either. 
No, it took it over for at least a week or two. Mm-hmm. It's like the longest I meme it's... I think we've ever experienced. Yeah, I'm sure there are like Christmas ornaments of Bernie like that somewhere. Definitely not on the tree in my mom's house that I'm at right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, number six is good because I feel like you didn't know that this happened. And it's so I did major. not know that this happened. Number six, Bronwyn offered cocaine to a 14-year-old. <laughs> Do you know who the 14-year-old was? Who? Shannon Bedore's daughter. No. Yeah. When did this happen? So this is when Bronwyn was still drinking. This didn't happen on camera, but it came up at the reunion. And it was kind of like in the third, in like the first part, like the third part of the finale. So like they're really making you wait for it. So I guess Bronwyn was like really drunk at a party and like asked Shannon's 14 year old daughter, like, do you want any drugs? Like I can get you like Coke and whatever. Like, there's there's like a sexual element to it too that like she offered her like coke and like sex with someone else or something and <laughs> Shannon like you know accepted her apology. Bron like breaks down and is like I'm such a shitty person. I can't believe I would do that. It's like the worst thing I've ever done. And um, oh, it did seem like Shannon really genuinely received the apology. Although I as a parent might not. <laughs> I'm really glad that Bronwyn's sober now. Like, seems like that was a necessary step to take. Mm -hmm. I loved that. So she didn't say, like, I have Coke. Like, if you want to go do some in the bathroom, it was like, if you need anything, like, wink, wink, I'm cool. I can, like, hook you up. It could have been both. I'm not really sure. But I think someone else, like, there were other adults nearby that were like, whoa, Bronwyn. Uh, <laughs> this is a 14-year-old girl. 14 is so young, too. Like, It's so young. As someone that grew up with a really chaotic, like, drunk stepmother for a while who also offered me drugs, I just appreciate this kind of female behavior being totally. spoken about and, like, yeah. captured on the air. <laughs> <laughs> um number seven i wrote something about the stock market don't know it's up and then it's is. down it's up again who yeah. knows i think it's up oh, right now we're doing good <laughs> well i'm up right now uh i think that <laughs> all my like really dumb friends started getting involved in the stock market because they thought they could make oh was it like what's the coin radio shack something dogecoin like a... there's dogecoin but i feel like people were buying stocks and like oh gamestop Oh, an AMC theaters. Yeah, that shit. What the hell was that? I was like, don't text me about this. I don't want to know. This is not my business. I don't know. But like, also, if you're going to be into this and you're a friend of mine is investing, like, moot me the fuck in before it explodes so I can get in on the action. I don't yeah. want to know about it after the fact. I bet some people made some money. But also maybe developed like really money. unhealthy, like sort of gambling and like betting things that they didn't have before. Yeah. It's a slippery didn't slope. They, I'm not getting involved. Did they bankrupt like a hedge fund with oh, the GameStop yeah. stuff? That's funny. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's baller. Yeah, there was an element that it was like all these like new kind of stock market people who are like very online kind of like Reddit people are like they destroyed some like institution that it was like kind of like a boys club of like of your like your parents just like you know, invest for you when you're like a kid and then you get all this money and they like took all that shit away. Yeah. They organized on Reddit and they took shit down, but still not so clear on like how it all worked. 
even though I feel like on the podcast, I asked for multiple people to just like explain it to me. And a lot of people did and I retained nothing. No, I know. <laughs> I just turn into like Homer Simpson, like thinking about a donut. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you're done talking. Great. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Thanks so much for taking the time. Um, number eight, Wendy Williams biopic and documentary were released on Lifetime. Pretty big day for me. I've been <clears throat> watching Wendy Williams, sorry, <clears throat> every day for like a couple years now. And like, I got so into her and like, this was huge. I think it was a little bit of a flop. I thought the documentary was way better than the biopic. Did yeah, you watch Yeah, I tried either? to watch the biopic and I just like couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I turned it off like. 20 or 30 minutes in I need to watch the documentary I the love Wendy good. I love Wendy too and like it's basically the same subject she just like cannot stop talking about the divorce and bad Kevin um but like she is like most of the interview in the documentary she's like sitting in kind of like a like a nook on a window and like has like her leg up and like the lymphedema thing and like she's wearing no makeup and she's just like ugly crying like the entire time it's like two hours what? long and i'm like wow you're actually really vulnerable and revealing and i appreciate that she did this for us um i actually wanted much more too like there's a lot more i want to know especially about her, like, her um, addiction it... and coke stuff she's like yeah i just quit it in like four days never did it again love that for her yeah but also did she really because then i thought i read online yeah. that she was like maybe back at it how oh is her God. health? Is she okay? What's As going of like on? Two weeks ago, I think she's much better because she was spotted leaving a, I don't know what kind of rehabilitation facility. It could have been like physical. It could have been um, for like drug treatment. But she was walking and she looked healthy and she was like smiling at reporters. Because the picture that was painted a couple of months ago is that like she could like potentially lose all of her limbs, which like to me that mental image is like... <laughs> Wendy with no limp, just I can't even like to think about. That's it. iconic, but it's not too, for the right reasons. Melons, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Torso <laughs> with melons. <laughs> but I pray, I pray she's okay. I need her back on the air. But a yeah. fucked up statistic is that like after she left, so they've been having like random celebrities um come and like fill in for her, like uh, Leah Remini and. Even Michelle Visage was there, and probably Jerry O'Connell and oh Whitney. Uh, what's her name? She's so annoying. Whitney something. Um, uh, the Who Broke Girls creator lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one guy, that like loud radio show podcaster guy, that's also on Watch What Happens Live a lot, and he talks about Bravo. Oh, Michael Rappaport. Yeah, wasn't he interviewing? Who was he interviewing? Where he was like, "Do you like Nicki Minaj?" And she goes, "Pull up in the Sri Lanka." Like, oh wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the ratings went up thirty-two percent when Wendy no. wasn't on the air. I was like, "How is this even possible?" Because I watched like five minutes of like the Whitney Whitney Cummings. I think is her name. Okay, yeah. Um, I was like, "This is unbearable." But, like, I could watch Wendy. I'll watch, like, two episodes a day. Maybe even three. I'll, like, sometimes just, like, deprive myself so I can watch, like, three hours of Wendy. It's, like, I love her vibe. Yeah, um, she's so funny. She's, like, a Kristen Doty type of person where it's, like, you could just watch her do anything and it's anything. highly entertaining. Oh, my God. When, she, like, the beginning of quarantine, she 
was like recording episodes from her kitchen and she would just kind of like give you a little tour and like eat a little bit and like show you like what she like glued onto like little jars and i was like this is so stunning and like nothing is better than this nothing could ever be better than this we need more shows that are really free form like that Mm -hmm. like get rid of producers and just find talent to show you their hot glue gun projects like (laughs) um let's see number number nine uh there's a six-part adam curtis movie i wrote too long didn't watch also i don't really know who that is so sorry yeah me neither i really like (laughs) make it every time i hear about it i'm like maybe i should try and figure this out but then when it comes time to do it i have a lot of other things on my plate and i'm like what is this like koyona scotchy with like more words like i don't think so i don't get Um, it Number 10, Jeff Bezos resigns. Um, okay. I think Amazon's probably <clears throat> going to function exactly the same. Yeah. What I, I would imagine. Yeah. Did he resign just so he could go to space more often? Oh, yeah, maybe. He needed to, like, clear up his schedule. Yeah. I just wonder, like, how much work you do or what you even – I'm sure you're just, like, in meetings a lot if you're at that level. But, like, what kind of input you have or, like, what do you even want to do? I mean – if you have billions of and billions of dollars, like what the fuck would you even care? Yeah, I would try and cash out and then yeah, just absolutely. go vibe. Let someone else do it. Um, number eleven. Here we go with the Ryder Rips again. Zelia Banks and Ryder Rips get engaged <laughs> for like two. Was weeks. that a joke too? I think it was real. I have. It was real. Yeah, I had a friend that was with them in Miami and. I won't name the friend, but Azelia kind of went crazy on her for thinking that she was. She gave Ryder a cigarette because he was crying because Azelia like upset him, and then my friend gave him a cigarette, and Azelia's like, "Don't you fucking give my man a cigarette?" So she's like, "You know, cigarettes are bad, but also like you're flirting with my man, like fuck off." And it was yeah, it was okay. a real relationship allegedly, or like it just was. Wow, a short-lived. Chaotic. I wish they had made a documentary about it. Britney totally. and Kevin style. <laughs> Two weeks in Miami. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, what we need. I like a short, like, but intense fling that results yeah. in a broken engagement. I mean, like, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is filmed in, like, eight days. Yeah. Just put cameras on something interesting for a week or two. Document your, yeah, just a week of your lives where you do something unhinged. The people yeah. want to see it. Your fans will love it. Totally. Um, number 12. Did we <laughs> land on Mars? I felt like there was I felt like we discovered water on Mars and like life on Mars, but people stopped talking about it. I was like, wait, isn't this like truly so huge? <laughs> and there's like, what's going on? <laughs> Mars is in the mix. I can't tell you how in what capacity, but it is in the mix. Yeah. In a major way. Well, People hopefully... are excited by it. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited <laughs> about this planet <laughs> I've known about forever. Um, number 13, the framing of Britney Spears came out. Oh, God. I just thought it was so pretentious and annoying. And, like, just those, like, two podcast girls are, like, really embarrassing to, like, me as a podcaster. Did you watch this? I watched it. This also feels like weirdly it was yesterday, but it was long ago. And I guess out of everyone, Britney Spears has probably had the best year of all. Her and like the billionaires that are going to space. Yeah, totally. 
they like set a goal and they achieved it. So good for them. Yeah, good for them. I'm happy she's free. Me too. Yeah. But yeah, there's like, like so- free her, but I'm also like, there's a lot of losers there and uh, getting a lot of attention that I don't think should be. Yeah, I that was the only Britney Spears documentary I watched, and then Netflix like rolled theirs out, and I was just like, I get it. Like it's enough for a lifetime. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't need it all. Um, number fourteen, Lamar Odom <laughs> and Aaron Carter fight like a boxing fight <laughs> in a ring. Who won, Lamar? I think it was like a tie or something. That's there was like weird. a there was like a major fight that was like a tie and I don't know if it's this one or like there might be one later in the list, but I I mean I think we would know who won. Oh, also Lamar was on the Wendy show and uh she's like don't do this, you're going to lose. Like you're old and you're going to get brain damage. You already have brain damage. Like what are you thinking? <laughs> she's so cool. I don't think that there's a way that he could lose. He's so tall. Yeah. But he could be like too sluggish, and Aaron Carter is like a meth head, right? So he could just yeah. Get, so like, he has that endless, got a lot of speed, amphetamine energy. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, you guys can Google it yourself to see who won. I can't provide you with that answer right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number fifteen, Anna Delvey gets out of jail and acts mad, annoying. Did, were, did, were you on because you're like not you're kind of online but not you're you don't really do twitter anymore right i don't do twitter all that much but i did follow the anna delvey stuff like when she got out i read her blog or whatever the writing that she was publishing at the time mm-hmm. and i just couldn't help but think and i told you this when we were out the other night but i was like I really got like white girl problems, rip off vibes from her writings and illustrations. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think that it was very inspired and I wouldn't be surprised if she had read those books. I wouldn't be surprised either. It wouldn't be the first time she's ripped someone off. <laughs> Who had to pay anyways, that like $60,000 American express bill at I the end of the know. day. What happens when someone like just steals your money and they go to jail, but like, do you ever, maybe they just like have to pay restitution over time. I don't like, even know. How? Yeah. What? And also, also like, like, how did this go. girl know how did she have a $70,000 credit limit? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's like so you deserve much a little bit of taking advantage of if you have a $70,000 Yeah, just skimming off the top. Who cares? <laughs> and I'm not like ever happy when someone gets deported, but when Anna Delvey got deported, I'm like, period. Like now we can move on from this. She's been deported? Yeah, like months ago. Back oh, to, um, the... where is she from? Is she from Germany? I feel like she say she was German. Yeah, she's really like German, but it's like a she's from like Yugoslavia or something. I remember being like a smaller country than Germany, but she said she was like from some German family. Um, Damn. Yeah. That's sorry. <laughs> you annoy me on Twitter. You get your life gets ruined. <laughs> that sucks for her. <laughs> this is how it works. <laughs> oh well. Um, number sixteen. Uh, FK Twigs versus Shia LaBeouf. Not going to touch this one because I've seen how that's panned out with other friends' podcasts, and uh, I hope they are both very happy. Um. He <laughs> seems to be just trucking along. I'm ready for him to come back. He's, like, so hot to me. He's. A, I'm sure he'll have a comeback. And also his, like, ex-wife 
I think he's back with Mia Goth and she's pregnant with their baby. Oh my God, no way. Yeah. I didn't know Love that. Love that like chain of event. I love being like my ex-husband got fully blown up for being like physically abusive. Like, I think this is the year I'm going to get back together with him and have yeah, a baby Yeah, like him. pointing a gun at FK Twigs. Like, you know what? I think he's ready to settle down. <laughs> yeah. Nothing brings you together. It's kind of, it's very Sheena of her, quite honestly. Oh, yeah. It's got Sheena written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad in the latest episode of Vanderpump Rules, they address Brock's Simpsons hand because he has four fingers. Yeah. I was like, they waited a long time to do that, but I'm into it. And I said on the pod, I love it dairy farm accident it's i assumed like yeah, so I assumed, dramatic and i assumed farming accident yeah yeah i didn't put that together but it seemed very like farm it's like the horror of getting your hand stuck in like some sort of machinery or a gate like i mm. can't even believe yeah there's but a his lot hand of looks uh, cool. there's a lot of disfiguring happening on bravo aviva drusher yeah i guess just him her and brock Okay. Here well, we Carrie we'll and I were watching <laughs> Carrie and I were watching that episode with Aviva that we were gonna recap for the New York show. Right. And then right. it was just like she's such a drag, like <sighs> she's so truly like mentally ill yeah. and just like so annoying. And we were talking about it at dinner and we were like, we should maybe do like another episode. Like she's just so annoying. She's the worst. And Carrie goes, She probably put her own leg in that conveyor belt, honestly. <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> he probably did. It was like, Daddy noticed me. <laughs> I'm gonna hold this over you for the rest of my life. <laughs> it seems like a child, like a childhood thing that she would do. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past her. <laughs> uh, number. Where are we at? Seventeen. Lady Gaga's dog stolen at gunpoint. This was nuts. That was fucking crazy. I'm so glad that they got returned. But also, like, there was no follow-up about any of it. That's true. And I think Wait, her did assistant, someone get shot? Her assistant, who was watching the dogs, got shot in the chest. Yeah. The dogs got stolen. One of them got away. I love the one that ran away, escaped, and then came back to check on him. Truly, Aww. I want a movie about that. It was really sweet. But the footage, <laughs> did you watch the footage of him getting shot? No, I struggle with I videos did. like that. I, they just they get imprinted in my horrifying. brain, and I just never stop thinking about them. I still remember videos I from, like, Ogrish.com when I was, like, 10 years old, like, watching, like, beheading videos. Yeah, Ugh. and, like, faces of death and stuff. It was so awful and scary and but then i think it turned out that he was in on it on no some way. oh my god yeah i think so he and so the... did he forget to wear his like bulletproof vest i don't know but she paid or maybe he was raising like money for his medical bills or something but she really squashed any sort of press about it after the dogs were returned it's <laughs> like you would think that it would turn into like a global sensation yeah. scandal, but she has bigger fish to fry. I just remember that Azealia Banks posted on her Instagram story. She's like, because Gaga was offering like a $500,000 uh, reward. And reward, Azealia yeah. was like, fuck that. That's nothing. <laughs> I'm offering $750,000. Bring me the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Queen shit. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, someone I was like, I'm close with someone who knows someone in the Gaga stratosphere. So I was getting like updates on Dog Gate. And then when they were like, when they were stolen, like the next day, the dog that had escaped was on a private jet to this to Milan where she was filming House of Gucci to like be reunited. I love the glamour. My God, 24 hours in that dog's life. Yeah. Or maybe not a private jet, but like a first class ticket. The dog was on an airplane sitting in the lap of luxury about out, to yeah. be reunited. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Number 18, Jonah Hill took his shirt off wearing a wetsuit. Oh, yeah. It was like a big I'm deal into for his... some reason. Yeah, I'm into Jonah. Him. I'm excited for him being Jerry Garcia. I'm excited for that movie, too. Just like to uh, see like a Grateful Dead movie that's like current. Or I mean, I used to just watch. I was like very into the Grateful Dead in high school. I watched a lot of like weird little documentaries. I read like Phil Lesh's like autobiography. Um but like since that era, I haven't really seen anything come out. So that'd be cool. Yeah, there was a Amazon documentary that was really good. It was like a four hour documentary about them. And oh, then I should watch that. I haven't seen Oh, that. you should watch it. You would love totally. it. It's a long, strange trip and you can stream it on Amazon. And yeah, now this movie. I'm into Jonah's like surfer, hippie kind of look that he's doing these days i think it really suits him yeah it's a little more easygoing than his like weird like few months of like new york streetwear and needing to be the most like relevant dressed person on this on the lower east side i was like please stop you can tell he's yeah. like so self-conscious too and he's always kind of had that self-conscious vibe a little bit and i feel like it, now there's some sort of ease because and i can't I don't envy him because I feel like everyone like made fun of him for being fat and then he got skinny and then everyone made fun of him for being skinny. So it's just like yeah. you can't win in that situation. And he's like one of those people that just looks better fat. So it's like. Yeah, know. it's like it looks great on him. Embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now you're Jerry Garcia. You're winning. That's so cool. And uh, wait, who's directing it? Like Martin Scorsese or something? Yeah, I think so. Which Damn. post Irishman, <laughs> I'm worried because that I thought that movie was horrible. I did. I think I tried, fell asleep, and was like, not going back. It's like four hours to... long, right? The Netflix one yeah. was like three and a half hours long. It was yeah. like every time. It was an ambient for me. Like I tried four mm -hmm. times to watch it, and every time passed out, like dead, dead sleep level pass out. So I was like, it's just not in the cards. Mm -hmm. But this will be more interesting subject matter, I think. Yeah, and I hope they film it like Cornell or like upstate. And mm -hmm. have some like dark psychedelic moments because that's like that would yeah, you know, resonate with play, me a lot. <laughs> like we need, I I'm excited to see who else plays like other members of the band and yeah, and that woman, what's her name? Oh, fuck, who like Donna? Yeah, Donna and her husband who joined and she's just caterwauling like background. Sometimes she sounds good, and then most of the time she sounds terrible. Sounds but like I love that let her be taking its last yeah. breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need it. And then they all like fucked each other's like girls. Like they, it was like free love. Oh, I read yeah. this amazing book. Um, 
by this woman named Rosie McGee, who she was selling. I went to like a Grateful Dead cover band festival that takes place in Ventura. (laughs) It was fucking cool. And she was selling her book like at just like she had like a little pop up stand on the lot there selling her book. And it was actually really good. And she talks about how she was like Billy. She was who was she dating? I think she dated Phil for a while, but then bless you. One day she just like, she knew he would like fuck other girls. And she's like, went downstairs in the house that they were living in and like fucked Billy, the drummer. And then like slept with Phil again. Like it was, seems cool. Yeah. She's starting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the only thing I remember from the Phil Lesh book that was like, not, it's not even juicy. It was like, they, he wasn't very explicit with, with anything, even like drugs really. And so he was like, one time we took acid at a show and then we all talked about it hours later. And we all visualized like the same thing. I was like, that's probably what happened cool. like six nights out of the week for you for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like no shit, dude. <laughs> um, let's do number 19. Lola Bunny isn't a slut anymore. They made her put clothes on. You no, know, and they gave her a sports bra i thought it was like or a they made her t-shirt. more flat chested yeah i miss the days of like full figured curvy like female animated characters mm-hmm. i always liked that when they'd come around in looney tunes they're and bouncing stuff. around everyone's like yeah and they just like walk uh-oh. with their little tiny waists and like yeah. <laughs> i just i didn't i don't think it's caused body dysmorphia for me because like they're animals and they were cartoons so like those weren't the things that I like would have gotten it from but I guess like make her more palatable to kids they just made her like schlubby and like honestly like there's some hot like boy cartoon characters too like Mm -hmm. Bugs is probably like a body ideal yeah yeah um they're all They've all got it going on. Why that can't she big have old it going on? Rooster. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even that big He's red hot. monster thing that didn't talk. I was like, that's kind of like what shaggy. I'm looking for now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Silent. <laughs> <laughs> um. Number twenty. Hannah Burner gets engaged, which is Ooh. hard to believe. This is probably. This must have been like. I guess probably this time, or maybe like not this time, but like early winter. No, like late, late winter, early spring, when like Summer House would premiere. Because I guess that's when we found out that she was engaged. Yeah, the Des that brutally annoying comedian guy. I really they both... want Hannah to come back for like a little like weekend. No, I anything. I'm such a burnhead. <laughs> I wanted them to keep her on. Like she was psychotic, but a fun. It, I like it when someone just throws things out of whack in that way. Yeah. And I think she would have come around eventually. Like that's, I thought that that was like the Bravo way where you have a really unhinged season. Everyone hates you. And then you rise like a Phoenix of the ash, from the ashes. And then everyone loves you again. Yeah. We need more of an arc. Like, uh, God sucks. Or having these random people that I'm like, I know are going to be useless and just pawns yeah. in this weird sexual game. 
it's weird too because like i really do think that the fan reaction to hannah's behavior had a lot to do with bravo's decision to fire her because like Mm -hmm. i'd never seen i'm not like super on reddit but i will go on every once in a while to see what people are saying about the bravo shows specifically and the reactions that she was getting you would think that she had like killed someone on camera people were so angry and it's like a this is a tv show it's not that big of a deal like if you don't like it you don't have to watch it but like they were demanding that she be fired but to me i'm like that's the whole reason i watch is because i want to see someone like destroying people's summers in a summer house like we have to have a little bit we have to have someone kind of throwing things out of whack yeah, Hannah was incredible that season. <laughs> I think we recapped an episode together, didn't it? Was it the first we time we podcast together? It was uh yeah. episode where her and Kyle get in that fight and <laughs> she like brings up her dad and he's like Don't you dare talk about my dad and she had brought him up and then stalked <laughs> off. You don't talk about my fucking family ever again, Kyle. <laughs> And then didn't she apologize to him like an hour later? And she was like, yeah. you're the man. You're the man, Kyle. Like, yeah. She's fake crying. She's like, Kyle, I don't hate you. Like, you're a fucking man. Everyone's like, oh, Jesus oh Christ. My God. <laughs> yeah, gone too soon. Hope gone too soon. Would love her to come back. I yeah. want her back so bad. Or at least um, give her and Des their own reality show. Because, like, ooh, they are. Maybe. They're so cringe. Like, I wanted to see more. And you know that I don't think that that relationship is going to stand the test of time. I wouldn't mind them moving to L.A. and then being on, like, Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, they would be great on Vanderpump Rules. Because it's all just, like, couples. uh, Might as well. Being whack and annoying, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to pause for a second because I have to figure out how to turn the heat off because I feel like it's blasting and it's, like, picking up on the mic. So give me one second. Okay, we're back. I couldn't figure out the heat. I turned it off, turned system off, but system's still on. So um, if it sounds like we're... um, I think it went off now. It just turned off. Yeah. Okay, so it turned off when I turned it on. Or no, it turned on. Whatever. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) I miss Hannah. I feel like I'm kind of like Hannah. (laughs) So maybe I'm a little partial to her. Um. But yeah, let's move on to number 21. Um, we try to learn what NFTs are. Non-pungible tokens. Do you own any? I just, no. I, I don't think I would, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to make them and I want to sell them and make money. Oh, okay. Like what I don't get it. Be like? like, is it just like a little picture? Like, what are I think so. I think you can do just a little pick, a little picky, and then put it online. I was like, can I turn "Please Welcome to the Stage" into an NFT? I don't know. See, that's like the things that I'm. That's NFTs are on my list for what I want to accomplish in 2022. So it's just like people collecting stamps, essentially, just like little pictures. Yeah, for like thousands of dollars. Yeah, they're not cheap. Some of these NFTs, I'm telling you, they're not cheap. And I don't know what makes some more expensive than others or if it's like a bidding war and like everyone wants them. I think it's a cool um, concept because you can like work, like the artist will always get paid a percentage 
every time it turns hands or if someone sells it, it's like worked into the blockchain technology, like that you can designate people that make profits off of it. So I think it's a really artist friendly way of doing business and like rewarding creators. But hmm. I don't, that being said, I don't know like under what circumstances I would personally buy one. Do you have to buy it with Bitcoin? I think you buy it with like Ethereum, I want to say. Okay, so there's a difference. So, well, I yeah. asked someone what uh, blockchain was and they told me that it was like when you block someone on Twitter and all the people that follow them too. And like, <laughs> it's why I'm like blocked by random like media people because they've blocked like Anna or something. I'm like, oh, That's I not what a blockchain That's what they told me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's definitely not what a blockchain so is. So there's not like two working definitions for blockchain. I mean, maybe that is like a, the, I don't know. <laughs> for like, ex for extremely online people, that is like probably, that's their blockchain. But like blockchain technology is like, I know what it is. I can't really tell you, but I can direct you to yeah. some TED talk videos that really helped me understand. And oh, then great. I was like, I was like, fucking blockchain is the future. It must be. And it probably will it is. be left in the dust. Just like start, I would honestly just start putting like $25 a week or something into like Bitcoin. Oh God. Or like $25 a month into Bitcoin. And just don't, and just tell yourself like, I'm not going to touch this for like 10 years or whatever. And then see where it goes. I lose every, the only retirement I could have ever possibly had because you told me to do it. <laughs> you are like still thinking that a blockchain, I love, can you block people and then block everyone that follows them? I didn't think that, so, that's but that's what I was told. I was told by Apple Carry the blockchain was on Twitter. <laughs> that's, a, that's a literal interpretation of it, creating a, a blockchain wow that's, that's amazing <laughs> um <laughs> number 22 the map of people in downtown oh sorry the map of downtown people in civilization magazine parentheses oh, yeah, I I wasn't on it were you yeah on it? no i guess you're not I'm, in new york no i'm not in new york i felt as like a dime square enthusiast it was like great to read that map because I feel like it was like a lot of the Dime Square folks were in it. Mm -hmm. And then I saw names, but then I also just like felt left out of a scene. Oh, yeah. I felt like I was part of another blockchain that I was blocked from this little like. You should be in there. I should have been in there. <laughs> it was like friends of mine that are like barely online. I'm like, you yeah, don't. Not that you don't belong on it, but like if you're going to belong on it, then like I belong on you it. You belong on it. Well, is it because um, you lived in Greenpoint? That's yeah, discrimination. Maybe, but like, I put in my time at Clandestino. Yeah. I was probably like a straight person that just doesn't even get it. Mm -hmm. um, number 23, Tony Bennett promotes chromatic <laughs> Oreos, parentheses, elder abuse. <laughs> I just felt like it was so inappropriate and weird because like we knew that he was like, doesn't have all his faculties and he's just like losing his mind and they put like a box of Oreos in his lap and like took a picture and was like, Chromatica Oreos. I'm like, no, we can't do this. This poor old man. Oreos. And they're like pink, pink and green Oreos, right? They were yeah, like a weird color. They were really good too. 
Were they? They tasted I like went cake to... frosting and like cookies. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they're really cool. I went to one party and there were Chromatica Oreos, but the gays had descended on them and they were all gone by the time I got I'm there. I'm sure they gobbled them right up. <laughs> 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 there was these, this like gay guy putting like Chromatica Oreos in resin and like selling them. He's like these polished little discs, which like I thought were really cool. He was selling That's them for like cool. 35 bucks and like... Twitter was, like, going crazy, like, ballistic on this person, being like, I can't believe you charge that much for this thing. I'm like, $35, like, you have to mix the resin and, like, pour it, and, like, then you have to, like, sand it, like, a million times. Yeah. It's really difficult to work with. Yeah. I know some resin gays, and I've seen their process (laughs) and stuff, and $35 is a great price point. I know. I'm going to see if he's still selling them probably get one. Yeah. It'd be a great cool Christmas chain. Ooh. Good keychain, a paperweight, um, like a Christmas butt ornament. Plot, yeah. But pl- oh my Christmas god. Christmas ornament, yeah. Hockey puck. Yeah. It'd be gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> uh number twenty four, Meghan, Markle, and Harry, Prince Harry on Oprah. Didn't watch. Don't care about them at all. They're both losers. In I watched it and I really bought into their sob story. Like at the time, I was mm. like fully sucked in. But then afterwards, I was like, wait, I feel like we're just getting played by this actress. Yes. That's literally. And I don't feel happening. that bad for them. They're literal no. millionaires. Yeah. They're making. Do they make a podcast? Are they going to make a podcast? Something like that. They Netflix have some deal. stupid pod. And they have oh, like a $100 million Netflix deal. And oh my God. they're not. They're like, I don't worry for them. Sorry you had to go through like racism and the royal family, but literally, did you think that they weren't going to be racist? Like, they're like probably the most racist people you would ever meet. And yeah. I feel like anyone would know that. They're probably they're less racist monarchy. than like <laughs> most American families, too. So I think she actually kind of lucked out, but you know. <laughs> yeah, on the spectrum of racism, I wouldn't put them on like the woke side. No. <laughs> um Carrie's here. I just have to give him Oh yeah, go ahead. Thing. Hang on. And we're back. I love hitting pause and play on the recording, so I don't have to like go in audacity and like find the little moments because sometimes I forget. Yeah, them. that's great. Such a great feature. Thank you, Zoom. Um for introducing that, <laughs> uh, do we 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 first wrapped up Meghan Markle and yeah Prince Harry, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're at twenty five. We're at the halfway mark. Love so it. we you for like <laughs> we could we could speed it up. I mean, I can go all night, but like I don't know if you have plans later. Um, um it's only four here, so let's just keep going. Oh, period. Okay, this is one of my favorites on the list. Oh, judgment Day. Okay, 25 Dolce & Gabbana Sioux Diet Prada. I hope they shut them the fuck down. Shut them up. Block them. Yeah, they're so... Uh, we need a blockchain for Dolce & Gabbana. <laughs> I want to... I, I wish blockchains were real. Or just mute everyone that I know that follows Diet Prada. Or, like, will repost them and think it's, like, cool. I'm like, I don't know you. And you don't know Yeah, me. we need a hard mute on them. It's unethical. And it's so corny and whack. I liked Diet Prada when it was just, like, at the very, very nascent stages. When they were, like, 
doing it was like fast fashion ripoffs of like high fashion like that interested me that's kind of interesting in a level i'm like oh how does like uh, uh, expensive design translate to like normal people yeah and like copyright infringement is interesting to me in the fashion world because it's so like out of my wheelhouse of knowledge so that but then they pivoted to just like scolding people and i was like you guys are narcs yeah tattletales rats yeah rats there was um <laughs> a, oh this twitter that uh said joss sackler do- donated six hundred dollars why can't i read right now i just stroked <laughs> out joss sackler donated 600 <laughs> to the diet product GoFundMe with a photo so blood oh. money the sackler family just had their name removed from the Matt? No, not Matt. Guggenheim? Wing? They bought a wing or yeah. something years ago. Um, well, all right. I guess they might miss that money, but um, we'll find it somewhere else. Yeah. I am I mean, I don't love Dolce & Gabbana. I think they're like also just like evil gays to some extent. But <laughs> and I like I like that about them, but I like don't. <laughs> but I also don't. But in the world of them versus diet prada i'll always root for whoever's against diet prada yeah period Mm -hmm. number 26 metro pictures closes that's a gallery in new york that has been around for a while that's like Uh, esteemed yeah my friend worked there um is that a covid shutdown i don't know any details about it i'm also not really sure why i put on the list because i don't have anything to add other than like (laughs) you know something to to say yeah i was hoping maybe you'd have (laughs) something to say about it Um, well uh more cartoon animals uh are in number 27 pepe le pew is cut from space jam completely they cut that's sad i love that i love pepe yeah they could have just made him less predatory and kept him in. Like, I don't even understand. Yeah. Why just to, like... downgrade him to like flirty. And yeah. then. Because he is like just a romantic Parisian skunk. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's French. Or wait. No. Yeah. Also, that's like more rude to French people than anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the xenophobia jumped out um, in Space Jam. <laughs> but I love him. And that cat who just like happened to get it she doesn't she just walk under the paint and then it happens to paint her with the skunk thing so then she's targeted by him yep he can't i don't know that's that's our childhood though like i guess all that stuff was like normalized for us and i find it really charming and cute i know also but, pepe Le Pew strikes me as someone who could potentially be into like interspecies erotica and doesn't just need to fuck skunks like he would fuck any animal yeah yeah they should have pepe Le Pew be the bachelor <laughs> yeah. the dude was an animated <laughs> but him only animated yeah <laughs> Real he could be like an nft and then the women are competing <laughs> to like own him i don't know you've got so many great ideas this, this nft business I'm really, I'm, I'm telling you, 2022 is my year with NFTs. I literally believe it. <laughs> well, more sexual misconduct in number 28. Alexander Wang is accused of sexual misconduct again. I've been seeing reports of this since I pretty much moved to New York in 2011. Like, 
he was kind of known for well a few things one is like groping trans women in a club which like really fucking sucks um and also like the party bus at 4 a.m having people's drinks kind of spiked with like drugs molly yeah um so crazy that like a public figure like that it's crazy like it's not a good way to conduct yourself period but if you're a public figure of his level like what are you doing i know it's really audacious Mm -hmm. i guess he's probably lost in the sauce if i had to like think of a a reason why he couldn't even like comprehend that was like a bad move in like pretty much every way yeah I'm curious to as to like what if it affected his relationship with like all the like wealthy kind of San Francisco socialites that he ran with because wasn't he like really close with all the Trina <clears throat> sisters like daughters of Danielle Steele they were like Daughters yeah, of they're Danielle like Danielle Steele. That's cool as hell. Yeah, they're Danielle Steele's daughters, and they are like San Francisco socialites that um, I guess like mostly moved to New York, and then one of them dated Max Snow, I think, or was like married to him, and then they got divorced, and then she got remarried. But I've like followed them for a long time. But I think they grew up with Alexander Wang, or like knew him from high school or something, because he was also from San Francisco. Yeah, and that was, he's... like, part of how he got, like, press and got started was, like, dressing them and a lot of stuff. So I wonder if they yeah. care. Or... Mm, they probably won't be publicly seen with him, but they're probably still cool. They're down. Yeah, he, like, grew up really rich, and then he's, like, young, too. Like, how old is Alexander Wang? I'm just going to look this up. I'm, like, pretty In curious. his 30s, like, mid-30s. Um. Yeah, shit happens when you party. That's, I mean, maybe <laughs> not the right thing to say. <laughs> 37. 37, yeah, I just got to do um, Looks great, though, for its age, but um, we can move on yeah. to number 29. Um, <laughs> the weekend refuses to perform at the Grammys. I don't know why. Did he, like, not get nominated enough or something? He got snubbed. He didn't get nominated for a single thing, and his album... Oh, was like a smash hit that was like the best last year album, like, or this by year far yeah that's crazy yeah and he like spoke out about the snub and then refused all right i'm team the yeah. weekend on this i love the song there's a remix he did with ariana grande that's called tears wait oh i know what you're talking about yeah it's like a perfect pop song mm-hmm. um that one's good, and I honestly love Blinding Lights. Me too. I fucking I like most I will of his put music. that on. Yeah. I know, me too. I realized when he was gonna play the Super Bowl, I was like, went on a full weekend retrospective, but then I realized I knew all his songs and discovered that I was actually the hugest weekend fan I know. Well, fans of the weekend. And I was yeah. like, okay, I'll yeah. take it. I think his music will age very well. And I think that, like, sometimes, since it's, like, referencing maybe, like, his recent stuff kind of, like, 70s stuff, it might sound, like, derivative, but I think it's actually, it stands out more than people think. It's good. And he also makes interesting music videos 
that are entertaining and like kind of edgy. And I like the persona that he created and his last one with like the weird plastic surgery bandages and Uh like the prosthetic face enhancements. And they were like dark and bloody. It doesn't go, it's like, it doesn't go as hard as I want it to, but I appreciate what he's doing. And I'm like, good for you. At least you're doing something a little different. You're not doing like, um, Taylor Swift, like fairy cottages and yeah. cardigans. <laughs> and he's very successful at doing it. So he's clearly hit some sort of sweet spot. Yeah, he's killing it. Um, number 30, Kanye's ex bodyguard says he will release a documentary about him since he never signed an NDA. Still waiting for that, but. Yeah, good luck getting that funded and out there. I know. I've heard stuff about Kanye and his like hotel parties and million dollar ndas allegedly like seems like a fuck fest quite frankly really i'm yeah. sure all kinds Why of people wouldn't? do i would that's cool yeah i would think that i think it's like if you're at his level and it seems like he just gets off on like all sorts of experiences and different types of people like i wish he would be maybe a little more open about that because I think it's right. just like neat of him. Yeah, but it would be I a understand. cultural reset. Yeah, we need like <laughs> we need an outward, outwardly like bisexual male like him to kind of come forward and just be like, "Yeah, I fuck everyone." Yeah, I think Kanye is probably it. pansexual. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah, even better. Even better, but more the merrier. Um, number 31, Veneno, which is probably the best show I watched this year. Like, it's like, I need to rewatch it. I'm ready to rewatch. Yeah. I actually, I started watching it and then I got distracted and I don't know why. I think I, oh, I started watching Gamora and then that took over my life for like a month or so, but Mm. I got to revisit Veneno and like finish it, but I was loving it. Oh, so perfect in like every way and so hard hitting and so deep but also like so funny and like stylish and just like done perfectly she is so hot the like most ferociously sexual person i've ever seen that actress like unapologetic just like stunning from the second you see her like walking in that like woodsy car area just like flinging her hair side to side tits out and just like going up to cars it was like goals just yeah ferocious ravishing (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i gotta rewatch there will not be a season two obviously i I kind of love when there's a mini series that you just know is yeah a capsule seven episodes maybe but they're they're lengthy though like over an hour but um good amount watch it it's the only thing i will like really suggest you watch with subtitles on like i don't do dubbing ever but some no, people do do dubbing, dubbing is, and I'm like, do not do dubbing for this show. I don't you trust have to anyone that, yeah, I don't trust people that prefer dubbing. Well, some, well, I guess some shows do it way better now. Like someone was like, Squid Game's dubbing is like they've done something different where it's like more expensive. Or it's, it's, I don't know. It's more yeah, elaborate. I'm like, I, I like hearing the actors' voices. That yeah. I, that to me is like a big part of even if they're not speaking English, like the only language I understand. But right. like, 
I don't mind that. I'd rather just hear their voices and their inflection and how they're saying things and read. Yeah. Yeah. Number 32, Tinsley and Scott break up. Doesn't that seem like it happened four years ago? Well, I guess it probably yeah. did. They've broken up a few times. The end um, of an era. Did you think they would make it? No. Yeah, I, I... I think that was a totally <laughs> misguided relationship. And like when she's leaving, I think her leaving Roni was a huge mistake. Maybe the biggest mistake of her life. Yeah. They made it so long that I thought like, oh, I guess if they'd made it this far, maybe they are. And they broke up like a month later. I know. And it's so annoying, too, that it's like we had to lose her from Roni. And then she also like walked away from like her iconic job for this yeah. like Groupon salesman. Oh, he invented Honey, though, right? That app, that plugin that saves you money. Oh, maybe like Scott's, a it was like a coupon something or the Scott other. Scott has saved me some money over the years. I'm telling you, Team Scott. I like him. <laughs> I like a rich man for tins. I want that for her, but I don't like someone that won't accept her being on reality television because I truly think she was born to be a reality TV star. Yeah, can't do a whole. And I lot hope else. she comes back. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, I guess if you burn uh, bridges with production like that. Are you completely blacklisted? Like, are you on the blockchain if you leave halfway through? <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't Bethany? Oh, I guess she left after a season. Like yeah. mid, she left like in between seasons, not yeah, like in between. And like, didn't tell the women that she was castmates, but they all found out. That was such a great scene. Like the first episode of the season after that, where they like make them like all walk like central park like separately like, yeah their they're phones, like, like finding like oh i can't believe she did this <laughs> and dorinda's just like hung over like that bitch <laughs> yeah i don't I, maybe she is now on the blacklist i don't know we need her back and her mom dale or they should have their own spinoff show they should dale is oh my god she's so cool <laughs> dale's the best um, endlessly entertaining a queen yeah there's that Love clip her. that's always circulating of her in the library from the show. Um, from High Society. From High Society. Where One of the like, best shows ever created. Astounding. Yeah. <laughs> she's like in the library trying to find out about Tinsley's boyfriend's like family history. Nazi ties. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, she pulls a book out. And she's like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> oh, no. She's like, I'm going to have to make photocopies of this. What she's a like, history. That. Yeah, what, a history. <laughs> what a history. That's what it was. What a history. <laughs> yeah, she took to the library to really get to the bottom of Prince Casimir or Caspian. It was a he was a prince. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a prince. Mm -hmm. Casimir or something. Yeah. Yeah, Casimir yeah, or something like that. Uh number 33, a final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashian airs. It was a total flop that last season. I kind of wish they just waited to film it like after like COVID regulations kind of uh, loosened up a little bit because it was just. Did you watch? You've been watching Kardashians. Watched some of it, and then I am now realizing that I never finished it or whatever. But or did I get? I can't. Yeah, I can't really remember. It was unimpressive. They were, they were in, in that, that Malibu house, in house. Malibu, like a, an Airbnb, and just kind of. You know, maybe once a week they'd pop in and like Chris would have a salad with them. And mm -hmm. Nothing really happened. Yeah, they're just getting like catered lunches and then 
there was that one scene where they were like all crying and like saying goodbye to the production but Mm -hmm. since it was covid everyone has to stand really far away from each other and they're not wearing masks but the production staff is and i was just like this is weird like it's not gonna age well yeah you're not gonna Mm -hmm. watch that in five years all the the gifts that they had lined up for them was like this weird like baby shower for like adults oh actually wait it was a baby shower because i think two of them i think two of the um production members actually fell in love on this set i thought that was sweet i might have like cried at that moment actually yeah i think i did get a little misty-eyed at that but aren't they doing another series for Hulu? They're just like jumping over to Hulu and doing something. Yeah, they are. But I don't know any details about that. Do you? I hope any it's insider? good. I don't know anything. I hope it's good too. I feel like it can't not be because just like they have such high standards for the stuff they put out that like, I don't know, the quality control, even if it's like boring, it still is like expensive looking. So I'm into it, I guess, no matter what. I don't like a lot of the kind of like made up storyline things of like oh so-and-so like Scott broke a lamp at Chris's house and like has to hide it but then he's honest about it like that to me is like veering into like extremely poorly written multicam sitcom territory oh yeah so I would rather stay away from that kind of stuff but I love like the any sort of drama like Kendall and Kylie's fight was oh incredible. yeah um like the they tried to make it seem like Corey was cheating on chris like a redhead and chloe was gonna catch them but it was just chris with a wig on i'm like just don't make these it's don't, another form of writing for them literally yeah yeah um <clears throat> number 34 randall and lala announced pregnancy how exciting for that <clears throat> <laughs> At least Lala maybe secured the bag with that baby, and Ocean is cute. So Ocean, okay, yeah, and so Summer Moon is Sheena's, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yeah. Well, we all know what you know. Randall and Lala are going through now. It's very public, kind of breakup. No more podcast. They're not giving us Lala and Randall anymore. Just giving us Lala now. They're just giving us Lala. I love Randall. Like I hate the like, pickleball shit, and like. And this season of Vanderpump Rules. I haven't listened to your episode yet. I listened to the other, the um, uh, Sex and the City reboot one. And, and um, oh, oh my God. SLC. Yes, Salt Lake City. I reviewed that episode on another podcast. And I wanted to see like if we had a, similar uh, takes. Similar takes, yeah. You have, we, um, <laughs> we did. I mean, like, oh, so you're like a Mary. You're standing by Mary at this point, too. 100%. Okay, and good. I know That's she's great. manipulative and psychotic, but like, come on, grow up. <laughs> yeah, that's called anyone in church, you're being manipulated. Yeah. You're yeah. rolling the dice, Anyways. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, let me grab my computer charger. Shit. Okay. okay. One second. Pausing again. Be right back. <laughs> We're back. Um, yeah, Randall Lala, pregnant. Now they're split up. Number 35, Jax Taylor owes $1.2 million in taxes. Stressful. That is my worst nightmare. <laughs> like, There's nothing worse. How is he going to pay it? He has no job. Like, they're him and Britney's financial situation specifically 
keeps me up at night sometimes. It is heinous, yeah. How do you even like live on a daily? Do your like credit cards get frozen? Do your like what happens when you owe that much money to the IRS? They can try to put a lien on your bank account. So there are like, if you get a tax lien, I think they can freeze your bank accounts and then they will just like take whatever money is in them until they feel satisfied. But oh boy. I think you can, you basically have to hire a tax attorney when you owe an extreme amount of money like that, or you get on like a payment plan like with the IRS, but sometimes you need just a tax attorney to like broker that conversation. It's like so much paperwork. I've like had a moment where I owed a lot of taxes and like mm -hmm. had a whole tax like journey to figure out. And it is like, oh, there's- I remember I asked you at clandestino. I won't say how much, but I did. It was one of the no, first it was things a, when you said, that. Like, so how much did you go on taxes? <laughs> no, it was a lot of money and like quite had to go through the whole process of like, um, hiring a tax attorney, like go, you go through all your past bank statements. Like basically I had to prove that at the, like at that time that I was too broke to pay those taxes and then hope that we could like settle. But even if you, even if they deny your offer to try and like settle with them, they still will put you on like a payment plan. That then you have to just like pay a monthly step, like a monthly fee but if you owe 1.2 million, you're not going to get to pay like a hundred bucks a month, like to pay no, that off. No, it's like the most expensive mortgage I could ever imagine. I'm going to get my little calculator. So expensive, here. and your money, um, like whatever you owe, it just you owe you start to owe interest on right. all of that. So like there was a point where I was like paying off taxes that I owed, but the interest was accruing faster than any payments that I was making. So it was like I was just like paying and the money never it never went down. Yeah. And then yeah, thankfully I figured it out. But I don't know, maybe Thank Jax God. could figure there's a if he's truly making no money and no income from like Vanderpump rules and it changed, he could probably like try and make an offer to pay it. But I don't know. It's like, it's awful. And it's also to be racked it up that high in such a short, I mean, like, it's just like, you don't pay your taxes. Like I'm sure he just was like, Oh, I'm not going to pay my taxes for like two or three years. But you I just shouldn't ever like do that. 300,000 in one year. You'd have to be making, do you think he made over a million dollars in one year? Um, Maybe with like, yeah. if he had investments or things that were like paying back off and then he's spending money faster than he's making it. And also it's like, I doubt his, I don't know if he had like a corporation set up or some sort of pass through thing where he could pay himself a salary and have taxes taken out. But like, you can really fuck yourself. Even if you just get behind for like one year and you've made a lot of money and you're not like, you're just like an independent contractor, which is what I assume that all of them are considered when you work for Bravo. Yeah. Like you just, all it takes is one lucrative year where you just don't put aside the money and then you get the tax bill and then you're like, well, fuck. Damn. I mean, so how do you buy a I house when you owe that much money in taxes? They just bought like a house. I don't know. That's like, and also why would you get married to someone that's in that much debt? Don't you, isn't Brittany now accountable for that money if they're I don't married? Know. Maybe. 
coffee. I think I thought that you possible. took on everyone's loan money. Like I know that you. Yeah. You're on the hook for people's like student loans if you get married. Oh fuck. I think. I gotta be careful out there. Um, I did the <laughs> math, and if Jax wanted to pay back the 1.2 million dollars over 30 years, his monthly <laughs> without any interest or anything, it'd be like 3,333 dollars. No. A month. That's awful. <laughs> three times my apartment. It's like three times my rent. <laughs> <laughs> Again, best of luck to Jax and. Brittany, do yeah. you know? Sorry, guys. I hope they <laughs> you figure know it out. Mary, he's a dumbass <laughs> and he fucked up again <laughs> royally. Um, number 36, uh, another James Charles apology video. Was I this for this. his own sexual misconduct? Like, or alleged he was like hitting on minors or something like that? He was talking to this is some like kind of ancient homophobia that was like released. By like everyone kind of shitty on him. So like what happened was he was like talking to someone on Snapchat and James like asked him how old he was. And this kid was like, I'm 18. And so James was like checking like the beginning stages of this like Snapchat, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then James is like flirtatious. I don't think he sends nudes, but he sends like suggestive kind of pictures. And then like months go by and it's like 16 year old who's DMing with James Charles, like, makes this TikTok, like, exposing him and all this shit. And instead of James, which I would have just, like, doubled down and been like, fuck you, you're a liar. Like, I literally asked you your age. Like, um, James made, like, a kind of tail between his legs apology video again. And I was like, oh, my God, so embarrassing. Um, and he's like, next time I guess I'll ask for photo ID. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, I guess he looked Poor young. Guy. But, like, James looks young, too. He's like... He was like 20 years old at the time. They're all like babies. You know? Yeah, isn't he only like 22 or 23 anyway? No, he like just turned 21, I think. Oh. Okay, well, they're all like children still. Yeah, they're, yeah, I was like, this is bullshit. Like, this person just wanted to have a viral, very viral TikTok moment, but that doesn't yeah. last. But they're too young to understand that it's not worth the damage that'll cause their reputation in the long run when you like insinuate someone's like, a sexual predator and they're like literally pedophile yeah like james charles is like not i would say he's harmless truthfully i think he's harmless <laughs> yeah i don't think that he's like preying on anyone i think he's just like 21 years old and looking to hook up with like other people within his age range yeah i mean but... it's su like it sucks he probably should ask for ids or just like have his agents or managers set him up with people yeah you can't date anonymous people anyways if you're him like no uh, you and also like how would you trust anyone i'd be so scared if i were him that so every person i dm'd was gonna take screenshots and like try and do something with that i would just assume that Absolutely. that's what their motivations are yeah I mean, I even assume that too. <laughs> yeah, cares. I don't trust his soul. Yeah, like, if I don't know someone, yeah, I only say like "lololol" to them or like yeah. like stuff and keep it really positive because like you just never know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, number thirty-seven. Bad baby turns eighteen, joins OnlyFans, and makes one million dollars in six hours. Work. Work, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle is so cool. Like, she's just like every girl I went to high school with. So I don't like think she's random. I think she's just like most, she's like pretty normal. 
cool that she's monetizing and was able i love a bad girl especially a bad teenager who is disrespectful and resistant and then finds a way to like make a payday off of that yeah and then she because i certainly did didn't figure out how to do that <laughs> I think you have in ways, a lot of ways. In way, um, later in life, but not when I was like oh, yeah. 16 or <laughs> 15. God. Like Claudia hustling. Conway is like a hero of mine. Claudia Conway, in my mind, committed treason by trying to dox her mom. It was like crazy. <laughs> and then that was a story that got squashed like immediately. I have not forgotten. I will speak up until the no end of time. No one, yeah, like no one paid attention. I was just like, this is genius level and thank god for my parents like that i didn't have access to like social media when i was so mad at them because i would have fucking just like raked them over the coals <laughs> for tiktok them. likes yeah, yeah i would totally. have just destroyed their lives uh-huh it wasn't even an option in any way possible no you there was nothing you could do i had to like google emancipation and then i was like snooze and then i was like yeah, well i guess i just much. have to turn 18 yeah yeah and like <laughs> I can't remember what the videos were like or if I even really watched them that much, but like there was like she would Claudia would post videos of Kelly like uh, yelling at her or something and people like, oh, my God, this is literally child abuse. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it is. But like also like I feel like that's what most families are like behind closed doors. At least maybe I'm just like a little callous to this situation where I'm like, yeah, that's a Tuesday. That's any day of the week. She was always filming Kellyanne, like <laughs> screeching and ranting and raving. And like one day they were like, they're also like laying in bed together in one video, in my favorite one. And Kellyanne's like, I can't believe you told everyone you're that I got COVID and you're lying about COVID. And then she realized that she's being filmed and like grabs the phone. I was like, this, <laughs> I would watch thousands of these like mother daughter videos. We need them so to have good. a reality show too. Hopefully one day they will kind of like a Sarah Palin, uh, um, like a very, uh, they really should market. Like what was, what network was Sarah Palin show on? Or was it Bristol Palin? Was Sarah even in it? I think it was Bristol's show. Yeah. Was it an MTV? Wait, no. Bristol had an MTV show. For sure. But I want to say there was like one season of like... Was it called like Sarah Palin's Alaska or something? I might just be like totally... Oh, no. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, She's kind of gone Life's off the rails. Trip. Oh. It was a... <laughs> like TLC maybe or something like that? On Lifetime. Okay. I'm going to have to give that another spin. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. This sounds kind of incredible. Lately, Sarah Palin's been, like, it seems like taking Adderall and making, like, 10-minute self-filmed, like, not even TikToks, like, YouTube videos. And she'll, like, put her phone, like, on a tree branch and, like, stand back and, like, just <laughs> rant about stuff. It's really charming. I love that lady. <laughs> It's cool. Um, She's making content. Yeah. Let's move on to number 38. Chemtrails over the country club was released. Maybe my favorite Lana album. It's so good. It's so good. So I've been obviously in my Blue Bannisters era right now. But like when I go back and listen to Chemtrails, I'm like, oh, shit, this really hits. Like, it it really was also hits. kind of like the moment that her style shifted again mm -hmm. like with white dress and she's like it was more like singer songwriter vibes and yeah yeah I like this era of Lana 
it was kind of the same shift when like Ultraviolence came out and there was a separation of like her quote unquote persona that people cannot like they're always so hung up on I'm like oh my god just like literally listen to a song <laughs> um it's just like so that album chemtrails is like so hypnotic to me and yeah that's <clears throat> how I felt about blue banisters like blue banisters was the album that radicalized me into Period. like a die hard Lana Stan yeah. and prior to that like I liked her but it was kind of not it was like I liked her but it wasn't I wasn't die hard and now I'm like oh yeah all like unprompted I will like start just like ranting about yep, like, I love it I love to hear this so much we need more of you on our yeah. team <laughs> I like fully get it now and I'm like everything she does is like incredible there's no one like her doing it no she's an artist singular gorgeous voice of an angel and a yeah. heart like one too yes the only time <laughs> I've been taken off the stage doing karaoke was when Ultravance came out and it was uh <laughs> pretty when i cry and i was like so drunk and there's like so video of this out there and i'm like I'm pretty when I cry. <laughs> you <laughs> need you to remember doing karaoke that. last night and i'm like no i did <laughs> like well not the entire song but you try <laughs> <laughs> that's major i know i think you need to like repost that online i don't know if i can win uh, yeah i'm 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 almost mentally prepared to receive the data on that one <laughs> you know 2022 we could see like a resurgence of that video yeah uh, like a, specifically the part where someone's just taking you off the yeah. stage like i midway. wonder who it was too yeah i'd love to solve that mystery because i do need to go viral and like get some attention for the podcast i just don't know how to do it i think you authentically it's like you know a tiktok of that moment could take you really far Maybe and I would. honestly think sooner rather than later because we're still in like I think Lana TikTok is still a huge thing mm -hmm. and take advantage of her audience and their love for Lana and like you got to make it I think you're onto something here I think we're yeah. really cooking with gas then now turn it into an <laughs> NFT there we go yeah <laughs> And then I can retire finally. Mm -hmm. um, number 39, the boat gets stuck in the Suez Canal. Is that, that what messed up the supply chain? It was, um, definitely didn't help. It was actually, yeah, it did kind of fuck up the supply chain. As if COVID I feel like it all enough. comes back to that one boat. Mm -hmm. It went sideways. Um, not sure how, <laughs> but it did. Yeah, and then it just was there. I kind of loved it. I know it was like really everyone kind of banded together and wanted the boat to be free. And I thought that was kind of cute. That was cool. I kind of just wanted it to stay like that. Yeah. Can't we just stay like this forever? <laughs> stay like this forever. Yeah. And like just be an un like create just like the most unsolvable problem of all time. Yeah, it's just like guys <laughs> on, the, on the shore just like scratching their head like i don't know maybe if we have to reroute this whole canal like or make it wider or something yeah just like makes you forget you just don't really think about like how shit from like most of our stuff is made overseas and it has to go on a boat so much stuff is on a boat and like the creepiest thing to me is all the boats that are just like lined up in the Pacific Ocean, which you can see them if you go to like Long Beach or Huntington Beach, just like 
lines of cargo ships from oh, the wow. supply chain. Yeah, there and they've been like that for months and it just gets like more and more lined up. And oh. I was thinking the other day cuz sometimes I just like start thinking about possible California disasters and I was like what if there was a tsunami and all these boats got like knocked over and then all the shit from these boats was like tsunamied into like Venice and Santa Monica and like Southern California. Like it would be a true disaster. The disaster of all disasters. That'd be, you know, I I spend a lot of time thinking about disasters that can happen in California. Cause I'm like, I I feel like the, I predicted my future in a way where like, I'll maybe be successful in my early to mid forties and finally move to LA and have like a cute house. And then like, everything goes wrong we can go wrong and i haven't even thought of this whole like blockchain of uh, boats in the ocean that are gonna <laughs> the fucking blockchain tip over. Is yeah. Real. <laughs> oh yeah. my god another thing to that to the list yeah and aren't they just like dump i mean i'm sure they're constantly just like gasoline in the water anyways but it just feels like extra mm-hmm. disgusting i didn't realize that that's like where they all come and go from i guess if you're south of long beach but even if you're it's just like gross there's so yeah. many gross things and horrible things that can happen in california there have been a couple times where like a, a a big boat what do they got freight now what do they call it like it's a giant what's the giant the boat? cargo ship cargo boat yeah we'll just go cargo ship sure um have sank like they're carrying like like one was carrying like ten thousand volvos so now there's all these volvos in the bottom of the ocean i'd love for someone to like photograph that like all these volvos just like on the ocean floor where they look like now or they're like octopuses hanging out in there like what's going on or are they just like preserved in the cargo ship or like in the the container somewhere like on top though that row at least would be kind of just yeah somewhere there's a field an oceanic field of volvos there was a cargo (laughs) container Full of these like expensive French candles that also like created a candle shortage wow. for a while. Of this, like, and probably specific... a few deaths of women trying to dive down there and get some. No, I, I like talked to the people at this local candle store, Candle Delirium, that like sell this specific like tomato scented candle by this French brand, Carrier Frères. And they were like, yeah, there was a candle shortage for months because a cargo con- shipping container fell overboard and it sank to the bottom of the ocean and then no one could get this candle and people were freaking out. And I was like, I love just like luxury items falling at- to the bottom of the sea. You know, I've actually smelled that candle before. It's so good. It's interesting. It's a, it's, I guess tomato isn't for everyone, but it's like it is like a very specific like kitcheny gardeny kind of smell yeah it's like a good summer candle maybe it's a really good summer candle i just got a um they have holiday candles right now and one of them is like a woodsy rose scented candle and it's so good i got it for myself as like a congratulations for surviving covid present and Amazing. like getting yeah, your smell, you can smell back. again. Yeah. I yeah, brought a I candle to my shitty it. hotel room upstate. I was like kind of drunk when I packed, and I was like, "You're gonna like this." And yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice to smell like uh, something other than just like carpet, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Travel candles are essential. You should always bring one with you. I'm hooked on traveling candles now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, number 40, Jen Shaw is charged with fraud, which was a major. When we found yeah. this out, it was like, I didn't really. I mean, I knew she was like a shady person in many ways, but the fraud thing happened. The allegations were released. And then also it was released that they were like filming when it happened. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is going to be a major Housewives moment. And it was. Yeah. Hit the jackpot. Um, let's just move on. I think we we all know Jen Shaw. I'm kind of shot out. I just did a review. Yeah. We both have done like <laughs> Salt Lake City. We're reviews. all watching. We're all Real watching. Hot, like, we love it. We're we have both news. even have separate content that you can engage with that's yeah. specifically Jen Shaw related. So like, yeah. 41, Caitlyn Jenner announces her run for governor. Um, I supported her 100%. I bought merch. I uh, kind of bummed it. Like, that didn't go the way I You bought merch? Oh, I my God. That was stemless, a good investment. Two stemless wine glasses that say Caitlyn for California gold. They are gorgeous. And oh, I love just, like, <laughs> no one ever comes to my apartment. But, like, I'm always on, like, a, I'm in, like, a Zoom or, like, a, for the podcast. I always make sure it's, like, my good luck uh, wine glass. And be like, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's my Caitlyn glass, you know. Huge. It could be worth that's I'm not that's into NFTs, but I'm uh, political memorabilia. Oh yeah, that's gonna be worth something and I was for sure. Very impressed with how quickly they shipped because I don't buy a lot of stuff online, or at this time I just hadn't. I kind of do now, mm-hmm. um, but now it's more like business supplies for my small online business. But like, um, it came in like one day, and I like didn't wow. even know what it could be. I wish there was fucking video of me opening this box or like someone was in the room. I was like, what could this be? I felt like someone sent me a gift because it didn't have, it was like a random like North Carolina address. It didn't say Caitlyn Jenner on it anywhere. I opened the box and I go, <gasps> like it's, they're here finally. And like after one day, I was like, wow, this is, she really is on top of things. And I think she would have turned California around, but uh, a lot of people didn't want to recall Newsom. Yeah, um, she's. Seems like she's running a tight ship just based on her merch shipment yeah. speed alone. That's how you win people over. Mm-hmm. Um, number 42, Derek Chauvin found guilty, period. Yeah. Um, sentenced. Did he get sentenced to like 25 years to life? What a while. Yeah. It was a, it was a sense that I was like, okay, I think this is uh, – yeah, the sentence is, fit the crime. Yeah, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Um, number forty-three, Zach Efron gets a new face slash entire head. Um, do you remember those pictures? Yeah, yeah, they haunt me. I think about them yeah. often. He looks like he's in a weekend video. What did he do? It's either steroids, which I think it could be steroids, because those change your face shape and like your neck right. girth. So it looked kind of like maybe he's juicing. Or he got, like, filler that guys get to, like, masculinize, like, yeah. their jaw. Like, but he didn't Kumail Nanjiani got that, too. He kind of the same. It's not, like, a yassification of the face. It's, like, <laughs> a maskification. Mm-hmm. He kind of just ended up looking like the Abercrombie CEO. Mm-hmm. Um, just very weird. It was, like, maybe he got fillers, then, like, had an adverse reaction to the steroids, and he ballooned. But it, he, his face went back down. He's like normal again. Did okay, good. Yeah, he's like hot. Good. Yeah, I'm like, glad. Thank God. Thank God. Like, fuck that up. That money maker. He <laughs> lives in Australia now too, I guess. 
Oh, is he Australian? Because like randomly no, every actor I think he and just actress moved there and then he pulled a Van Kempen there. family. Yeah, I don't know if he's like acting still, but he does. Doesn't he have like a travel thing or like an adventure kind of show? Oh right, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that. Me neither. Never will. But... Speaking of guys being hot, number forty-four, Justin Bieber gets new dreads. They looked good. They looked like, good. I was, I was thinking there's one white guy with dreads. Let it be him. It can be him. Yeah. Yeah. Number 45, Tristan is accused of cheating on Chloe for the 5,000th time. And I don't even think it was the last time he was accused. No, there's someone that's pregnant now with a yes. child by yeah. him. Damn, Chloe is just down bad always. <laughs> like, she just does what? not know how to pick guys. Yeah. Like, not at all. And why can't she just, like, break up with them? It's so weird. I think she's just so family oriented that she doesn't want to break up a family. It's like probably how she sees it. Yeah. I can't imagine like putting yourself through that over and over and over again. It's like humiliating. And it's like publicly humiliating too. Maybe they have an arrangement where she's like, you can do this stuff, but like, or maybe she's like, this actually gets me like way more press and I don't really care. So, maybe that too. Yeah, maybe she's just like, this is great for my fame and my, my bank account and like get caught every once in a while or whatever. Yeah, she has to like pick them herself though. I'd like to think that she's like more in on it than just not in on it at all and like constantly getting her heart broken <laughs> thinking that it's fine. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. Uh, number 46, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight. This might be the one that was a tie because it went on for a long time and nothing it really was happened. was a tie. And I yeah. tried, I bought this fight on Showtime. Oh my God. How much Because I was that? like, it was $50. Oh, I was kind of expecting more. like, honestly, like 80 to a hundred. It actually could have been like $96. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember, but I fucked it up. I didn't like tune in at the right time. I tuned in literally two minutes after the fight had ended and they were already <laughs> showing. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I would have like liked to watch that. You don't get like a DVR file or something when you- uh... No, you couldn't. They, it was specifically like, you could not DVR it. You could just buy it and watch it as it happened. Oh, and I like missed the entire thing. Double homicide. I know it was a real snafu. But um, he's like a full blown, he's like a legit boxer now. He is, yeah. I mean. He has like six trainers. It's like his life now. And I mean, I don't really follow him that closely. And I don't think a lot of people in our sphere do, but like, he's literally going to be like, like our generation's like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's a cool pivot, honestly. Yeah. Do what you love, punching stuff. <laughs> um, number 47, menthols made illegal, but I feel like they're still around. I think they have to be, right? How could they not be? I haven't heard anyone like complaining that they're not around. I didn't. Were they made illegal? I thought that they were just like a campaign was launched that was like specifically anti-menthol. I think that Biden made them illegal. Let's see. And it was like a. Our menthol cigarettes banned. They've planned to ban them, but it hasn't gone into effect yet. 
Okay, so there'll be another insurrection next year. Great. Yeah, my dad will be I'd there join because he's like <laughs> has only smoked menthols for years. Yeah. Like, what's he gonna do? He's gonna have to switch to like Virginia Slims or something. I know menthol smokers are really committed to the bit because like sometimes you'll like run into someone like, oh, do you have a cigarette? And I like pull out American Spirits and like, oh no, I only smoke menthols. I'm like. All right. Well, I guess you can keep asking a bunch of other strangers. You know what I mean? Yeah, beggars can't <laughs> be choosers. Hey. Yeah. But, but wait, I love a menthol I, cigarette. Honestly. Yeah. Once in a while, it's like dessert. Yeah. So I think delicious. New Zealand just banned tobacco. I think I saw that in like a trending topic today. Oh yeah, that's cool. I mean, honestly, if like the U.S. did it, it would never happen, or it won't for a long time. Like, that's what I would need for me to quit. Is like it literally being like a federal unavailable otherwise like i'm gonna keep doing it i know i'm like after this trip to new york because i have had like a bit of a smoking relapse which happens to me every one to two years but after this trip i was like i really can't smoke cigarettes anymore and it's like i'm not even smoking that many i maybe would smoke like four a day or something but like i'm so far have been good about it even though i'm craving them but it would make it a lot easier for me personally if yeah. they just ban them in the entire united states and the world so mm-hmm. hope that happens selfishly. for public health it would be you know especially in america when like obesity is such a big thing and heart problems it's like god but you know it's the yeah. land of the and free and the menthol stuff is like <laughs> just the push against menthol is also just crazy yeah. to see that like people are turning on them and I guess specifically like they're marketed more and more popular like amongst people of color so it's like a whole thing right it's it's a weird you know what's interesting? savior thing to do when it's like the opposite I don't even understand yeah um I've encountered quite a few people that smoke herbal cigarettes which are like I don't think they're bad for you I don't know what i have never smoked one but Uh they just they do it um to be at like parties where that it's like to meet people or whatever and not be like left out when people are smoking and it's like they're not like cigarette cigarettes but i think that that's like maybe becoming a trend maybe i spoke some in college uh because i was like gonna quit but then i didn't and that was like 12 years ago so um, <laughs> but i think it was like a lot of lavender it was like kind of calming i remember um could you feel it in your throat when you inhaled was like pretty harsh the stuff yeah it was like a blend like a pouch and i would like roll my own but who knows mm. even what that shit was and i'm sure they've come a long way you know because i like the throat i like feeling it i know when i inhale that's my favorite part of a cigarette is to feel it past through my throat so if i can't feel that when i'm smoking that's why i hate this fucking I don't know, maybe stupid jewel i only i only use my podcast but it doesn't doesn't give you the Let's give you that the ooh-ah sensation yeah <laughs> <laughs> like um, a fe- throat feeling and then kind of stumbling around with the nicotine like floods my brain receptors yes. how yeah. wonderful We're getting so a little lucky. lightheaded having to steady myself against a wall for mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 seconds <laughs> We are approaching the end. Ugh. We are at number 48, New Bethany Frankel Show on HBO. What was it called? That was... Bethany... 
be. I wanted to say big shot, big shot, big shot, big shot, Bethany. That Um, show was unreal. So dumb. I can't believe that she allowed that to air. It was a really useless show. Yeah, Um, it made her look psychotic. It made. It just like didn't. I don't know what the core of the show really was. I guess was she sincerely trying to find a sort of successor to take like the daily operations probably this show however like just kept making new rules for itself and not having like any real structure and like knowing the show was really interesting except for like dj nicole rose <laughs> like go off love her <laughs> love her <laughs> um i'm it was such a roller coaster with her specifically where i just remember the first time i saw her i was like god i fucking hate this girl and then it was like where the hate goes so so deep that it then turns into love and obsession and by yeah. the end i was like god i love her she's like jessa from the show girls mm-hmm. or no shoshana not jessa shoshana yeah i was like whoa cool <laughs> <laughs> groovy that's pretty far out man <laughs> i feel like i just agreed with you I was like, okay, i'll let him i'll let him yeah play this. Okay, Grandpa, let's get you to bed. Um, <laughs> however, if there was a second season, I would watch it as soon as the episodes drop. I can't get enough. I yeah. Can't get enough. No, she's Bethany's psychotic, and it actually seems like the worst thing in the world to have to work for her. Oh my God. The worst thing in the world is that. Yeah. My, it's I mean, like the job you're never punching out. You're on the clock all the time. I'm sure your life is just Bethany, Bethany, Bethany. And like that is, I can't imagine anything more miserable. And, like, constantly being criticized and, like, never being able to do anything right. Never. And then also I think she brings a lot of her own personal drama to work. And you have to, like, hear a lot about her family and Bryn and whatever is going on. Her assistant. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Her assistant during that divorce must – I hope she got paid very well. But I would say probably not. The divorce is ongoing still. They're going to have like another custody hearing really soon. There was a ruling today where Bethany doesn't have to pay child support anymore to Jason. Oh, maybe that was literally the one. like three hours ago. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Good for and her. I was like, whoa, this didn't, <laughs> this is still, I guess I just forgot that it was still going on. They've that been man getting is divorced terrifying. for longer than, than they were even together, I think. Oh, yeah. It's like twice as long at this point. It's awful. Ugh. That poor child, too. You know, I know. She she's going to yeah. be fucked up from that. Totally. Um, I was fucked up from number 49. The Ellen Furniture Design Show, also on HBO, which Ellen wasn't <laughs> even in. <laughs> it was called, like, Ellen's Design Show or something. What, what was it? It was, People like, trying to find... Furniture? Yeah, which I love the premise of. A lot of people don't know this, but I did go to school for woodworking and furniture design for a few, like, two and a half years. Well, you better get on photography. season two. I don't know how to do anything anymore. <laughs> any impulse to or intuition in this area. But I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. But I was like, oh, it's Ellen. But I'm like, well, whatever. I'll still watch it. Um, kind of. So, like, they made – it's weird. They, like, would make – because it was, like, early quarantine COVID stuff. They were still figuring out how to make a show. So they all worked remotely from their studios in their hometowns. But then would, like – they must have like shipped it the furniture to LA and they would have like live in person like critiques and like um 
people would go home every week, etc. But the, the the cast was very small. It was like it was like eight people. I was like, oh, this is like it was like a six episode show, I think. Um, Interesting. But I mean, it's worth the watch. I watched a lot of like boring competition shows to like go to sleep at night. Like, there's a new one about people who build stuff with chocolate on Netflix. I just started watching. Oh, okay. Um, Did you like, watch the glass blowing one? Definitely. Yeah, that was the so metal good. one. Definitely. The ceramic one, definitely. Have you Is watched like that one? show? <laughs> There's like some show on Discovery or Nat Geo or something called like Forged in Fire where guys have to like make knives. I did try watching it. I don't know why I didn't watch it. Maybe they weren't hot enough. And I was like, eh. It's like a lot of like old dudes. Which like, hey. <laughs> yeah. But I could see them maybe not being like the hottest crew of metal right. workers, knife makers. I do miss doing stuff with my hands, though, because, um, like, I was in a school of American crafts, so it was, like, wood, you could take ceramic stuff, metal stuff, glass stuff, and, like, printmaking. I miss kind of doing stuff with, you know, the hand. What do I do now? I text on my phone, you know? That's it. Um, you just use one finger to snap a pick. Yeah. I feel so useless. But, Gotta um, get in there and get sweaty. Yeah, but I don't want to be one of those people that takes a fucking ceramics class that lives in Greenpoint, you know? Like, I can't be that either. <laughs> like, I just need yeah, to like, chop find, some wood. <laughs> yeah, chop wood or maybe get into glass blowing. That looks hard as fuck. I'm only 15 minutes away from the Corning Museum of Glass, which does have classes. It looks, yeah, and like hyper sweat it's like you're saunaing and making something at the same time yeah they're not wearing enough protective gear in the glass show for me like you need to be wearing goggles the sparks are flying like you're gonna burn your fucking cornea also it's like that glass is so hot i would be afraid it would drip like onto my shoe and go straight through my foot yep like uh my God, my brain is so fried. <laughs> so, uh, Terminator, right? Where the, the police mm-hmm. guy gets like the hole in his chest. Uh, Death Becomes Her even. That happened there too. Alex Mack yeah. is the puddle um, of glass, molten glass. Actually, the prize for one of those Netflix shows was like a mentorship or something at the Corning Museum of Glass, which is a kind of a cool place if you're in the upstate Finger Lakes region. I you know, would suggest checking it out. There's not a whole lot to do around here, so... Well, um, check I don't out know the if glass. I have any listeners up here. Blow some glass, why don't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are at number 50 and about at two hours. So this is great. Yeah. We blazed through. Number this 50 list. is JLo and Ben Affleck spotted together. And we all know they're still like sucking and fucking today. I know. They are Good really. Doing I kind of knew. I knew they would. They're not like Tinsley and back. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never really thought about them getting back together, but like once they were spotted, like right after her and A Rod broke up, I was like, "Oh, they're in it. This is not just like a weekend fling. Like they have so much history yeah, from a is... time in their life, and they're in a different uh, stage, part of their life. I think Ben probably still has some more growing up to do, um, <laughs> but I think that she's kind of like he looked great in some recent photo shoot, like spread I saw. Yeah, looked healthier. Um, but he's still like, I look less healthy than he does at his worst. So I'm like, oh shit, do I have to like figure some stuff out? Like <laughs> you maybe you just need a J Lo type personality to help whip you into shape. I do. 
I need someone I'm to sure that she me. doesn't put up with a single ounce no, of bullshit. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. She definitely does not. Yeah, they're a hot couple. Like, I'm happy for them. And at first I thought it was, like, just publicity stunt, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But it seems that they're really going for it. So I'm I glad you're going for, for it. I, I, you know, yeah. I wish a lot of people on this, this list the best. And I, again, wish them the best, too. <laughs> <laughs> what if your stepmom was J-Lo? That'd be crazy. Oh, man. That would be the fucking worst. Yeah, I'll bet she's not nice. Just like, because you know she doesn't want to be doing stepmom shit. Yeah, and she has her kids too. Mm-hmm. And her life and is just so all like over cool. the place. It's like international, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner, much preferable stepmom because she's like Definitely. low key and isn't doesn't want to be seen publicly. You know, she's like a mom vibe. Also, like yeah. my if your dad got with J Lo and then I'm sure he's like away a lot. Like I'd be pissed. But for mm-hmm. him and J Lo, it's probably great. Oh, they're having the time of their life. They're like teenagers yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Wish them the best. Yeah. Yeah. May we all circle back t- to a hottie. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm like going there. through my Rolodex. And I'm like, I <laughs> no, really I'm like... with that many hot guys, actually. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Still out there looking. <laughs> I'm like, many guys uh, I've had sex with are truly have passed away. And then the ones that are left. <laughs> <laughs> So, maybe in the afterlife. Yeah. And I wish you the best, too. And thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Sticking it was my pleasure. Sticking with me for pleasure. two hours. This yeah. was great. I thought we were a third of the way done, guys. I've got... I'm not you sure how so... I'm going to structure it. I've got people that are interested. I don't know if I'll do how I'll do it. But, like, I've got a hundred more topics left. <laughs> And there's I know this list ones. is just so good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for keeping track of the important happenings of the past year it's and like jogging my me, memory. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Um. I gotta go eat some dinner and like stretch or something. <laughs> yeah. Get your dinner on. It's been a journey. Um. And everyone <laughs> subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast. It, uh, they you guys post all the time and. Really gets yeah, there's the week. tons, tons of content, tons more coming up. So NFTs, yeah. get your blockchain ready. Get ready. I don't know what that is. Yeah, get your get crypto your wallet, wallet together crypto and get wallet, ready to spend in 2022 um, and burn a hole through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.